We're talking all about our hopes and dreams, happiness, anxiety, and self-esteem. And how a 90s sitcom might be more than what it seems. It's Friends Talk Frasier. And Feelings. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Friends Talk Frasier and Feelings. I'm one of your hosts, Talia Tabin, here with my sun-kissed angel babe, <laughs> Victoria Longwell. <laughs> you got to get the video on Patreon to see what I'm talking about. I, deserve, I don't know that I look that different. I don't know. I feel like your arms are pretty sun-kissed. Pretty sun-kissed? Yeah. You look like a um, summer beach babe. Oh, uh, um, what a kind thing to say. Oh, truly. Um, we're here. Um, I've been inside. I'm your, I'll be your vampire host and Victoria will be your, uh, beach babe host of this episode today. Talia <laughs> looking like Kristen Stewart in the fourth Twilight movie. <laughs> when she is fully transitioned into a vampire. Um, you look, well, whatever. We don't have to worry about it, but tell you look perfect, obviously. Stop it. Obviously. <laughs> well, as always, well, we could compliment each other to death, <laughs> but instead we'll say thank you to Tim Blaine for that intro song. How did you get so good? And as always, we're a mental health appreciation podcast where we channel our discussions through the 90s sitcom Frasier. And uh, we are we are like pretty getting our our feet wet in season two here. Oh yeah, we're in it. What was this episode six? Episode six. <sighs> I mean, that's for real. That's yeah. We're like I feel like we've we've worked our way in. <laughs> we have. There's no going back. We're too far to go back because uh, now we care too much about what's happening in this season. Exactly. Which- there's no real through line so far, so who knows? No, no, no. We're but we're yeah. invested nonetheless. But we are. Yeah. I'd like to throw out a reminder because I'm not sure we've done it in a while, but it could just yeah. be that we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah, that's true. And that is that we are not mental health professionals. Agreed. We're not? Agreed. Do you agree? Agreed. Also, <laughs> as always, you guys can call us and leave a message. We do have um, a telephone number where you can call in. You can ask us questions. You can tell us what you like. You can tell us what you don't like. You can say, um, here's something that I would call into a radio station about <laughs> and ask somebody. And then we would politely say, just so you know, we have no credibility, but we will talk <laughs> about it as if we know what we're saying. That's right. And the number, which I do believe I said wrong for a long period of time and have been wanting to acknowledge. (laughs) Then I thought maybe we haven't gotten as many calls lately because people are calling the wrong number. They're probably just calling the wrong number. That's why we don't have any messages. They're probably just calling the wrong number. They are calling. Uh, The number is 323-577-577. 9044. And as always, it's listed in the show description. Thank you to our mentor up above. (laughs) (laughs) You know who you are. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's get to it. I'm so happy uh, to be back with you, Talia. Me too. Um, The listeners don't know, but we took a little bit of a two-week break. And two week break. um, We're happy to be back and see each other. This is so nice. We should do another in-person record. 
Uh, I would love that. And you're here during the plans. Um, But actually, we can talk more about that in the second half because I do have Mm. to talk about where I went in my travels. Yes. Um, Okay, so here we are. Episode six, the botched language of the cranes, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a little recap. I've got post-it notes. Oh, fun. Not the brand, but the style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just hop right into it, shall we? Yes, so, please. So grape. Oh, my God. My phone is on sound and my mom just emailed me. Oh, hi, mom. Hi, mom. Uh, I will reply after this. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. We open at KACL. Uh, in the booth, Frazier comes in with like a turned inside out umbrella and he's in a rage. If I were Roz, I would be like, I'm leaving. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this dramatic this fool. Oh, just like, awful. He's like a clown. He's like coming in, flipping his hair around. He's just yes. insane. So hot that like, if this is where you're starting your day, I cannot be a part of this energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so he's been rained on. It's windy. Uh, uh, he comes in angry uh, and clearly a little uncomfortable with the setting in which he lives at the moment. Anyway, Roz starts asking him about some like benefits he's been asked to do. He says yes to the first one. The second one is a hospital benefit. Um, Saint. Oh, I don't I mean, know. I it tell you. Something like Augustus. It's mm-hmm. you know one of those. Uh, anyway. Anyway. He gets asked to do this benefit for a hospital, and he's like, I'll pass. And Roz is like, are you kidding me? You're not going to do a benefit for sick people? And then Fraser says, well, last year uh, right. they asked me to do it, and I got a tux. I got all prepared. And at the last minute, the day, like day of, they or maybe not day of, but very soon before it, they called to be like, actually, our first choice can now do it. We don't need so we you don't anymore. need you. Can we just talk about how he says he also canceled a trip with Frederick, Frederick his son? Oh, yeah. And I was going to be like, I hope you just rescheduled it. Good point. Because I was a little I bit like, too. you're going to cancel your, like, to me, that's a huge reason to be like, I can't MC your thing. I'm going I'm to see my child my that son. I never see. <laughs> I never see my son. I am an He's like, I bought an Armani suit. And on the same level of detail. that, <laughs> I canceled the time to be with my son. It's like, you're right. Are you the worst, Frazier? We're still figuring it out. That was a, <laughs> that's a good catch. I didn't even think of that. I was too busy sort of being like, I don't know. I don't think Frazier's crazy to say no after that happened. Oh, <coughs> sorry. Excuse me. I 100% agree. Right? I was like, oh, well, they kind of fucked you last year. Like, yes. you don't really trust them this year. But No, you're but, probably their second choice again. Mm-hmm. Kathy Lee Gifford was the first choice. Yeah, and they uh, made hard fun of her. Oh, they did were, they? I just felt like everything was like, and they wanted Kathy Lee Gifford, like oh. as if it was like that Fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, but she's way bigger than you, right? She's a huge star. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I just. Have very long career. Yeah. Um, I prickled. I prickled at the opening Okay, scene. we prickled. <laughs> 
uh, and it, well, it ends up with a very prickly thing of Roz being like, okay, the last thing is a teenage beauty competition. And he's like, I'll do that. And I was like, ugh. I know. Did, why like teenage? Ariane Brand for Kelsey Grammer. Ugh, awful. Not for Fraser Crane, though. That's the thing. Like, there is like a level of where it's like, I don't know if Fraser Crane would want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. He's I mean, a bit maybe. of a, he seems like a bit of a man about town. Oh, uh, remember his old his old girlfriend, his piano teacher? Yeah. You're I see what you're saying. He would not be he's interested in older women, not younger women. I don't know. I think he's thinking about I think it. he doesn't discriminate based on age. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He you shouldn't be thinking about these women at all. Uh it was a it was a throwaway thing, but I did just have to say. Oh, I <laughs> actively was like, okay. What a joke. Um okay. So uh we move forward. Uh, Frazier gets in the booth and starts to do the show. And this this caller calls in. Oh my uh, God, Edna. So good. Who it, is Edna? Do you want to know? Yeah. Edna is Alfra Woodard. Of course. I was like, I, I mean, know this voice. Yeah. I know this voice. I know this voice. And I was but just, she, I'm so bad at guessing the voices. No, well, because I feel like. I agree. It so- I had to look it up. It sounded like a voice I knew, but also she was sort of doing a character voice mm-hmm. at the yeah. same time. And it worked. Um, and it worked. She plays a receptionist at a, a extermination company. <laughs> and so she's talking about how like every day is the same and every day she's just talking about bugs uh, or pests. And uh, Frazier is like, okay, you know what? Um, what I, I'm just going to stop you before you, because she keeps describing the same thing over and over again. He's like, I can stop you there. Uh, you need to change up your life. First thing he suggests is a new boyfriend. A new boyfriend. Uh, I was like, you are an insane therapist. It's an, it was an, <laughs> an insane suggestion. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> uh, even being like, maybe you should put yourself out there more would have been better than you need a new boyfriend. You need um, to break up with your old boyfriend, assuming that you have a boyfriend, and then you need to move on. Oh, I was like, I assumed she was single, and he was assuming she would want a boyfriend. Uh, oh, but I was like, what if she's married and she can't break up with him? Yeah, I mean, all of the, all of it was all of the assumptions were bad that yes. he made, but. Mostly it was just bad. The, the get into a new relationship, even though that can be very nice. So fun. Uh, so fun. Um, <clears throat> his next suggestion is, or a change of scenery. Maybe you should move. Another huge suggestion. <laughs> but he's coming on. See, to me, this is like typical Frasier therapy faux pas. Which is uh-huh. Frazier's upset about the weather. And so his advice to his patients is you should move so you can be happier, which like in a way he wants to like tell himself. That's so interesting. I thought what you were gonna say was Frazier, who has recently relocated um oh. in the hopes of like a life change, change. A, a shake yeah. up, a life shake up. Oh, that's so interesting. I it's, didn't think about that, but that makes total sense. But I mean, also, it, I think it's very fair to be like, he's also down on Seattle at the moment, which yeah. is how the listeners take it. Because he goes on to be like, yeah, there's plenty of other cities besides our dreary city that we live in. And uh, 
And then she, she has a great line where she's like, you're right. Uh, oh, now I'm not going to get it right. But it was like, wait, can Brian play the clip? <gasps> Brian, play the clip. Of her, of Edna. Her saying, last line. Please, please, Brian. Please, Brian, uh, play please, the clip. Please, Brian, play the clip. A lot easier places to cheer up than this dreary, soggy old city of ours. <laughs> you know some, Dr. Crane, you're right. I don't have to stay here. When you think about it, there's a whole world of vermin out there. Very eloquently put, Edna. Thank you for your call. Anyway, great. So, we cut to Elliot Bay Towers. I thought this was going to be a fast recap. It's not. Sorry, Um, I have too much to say. No, I think we should just talk during it. And I think it's probably fun if we talk about this every single time. Uh, (laughs) We cut to Elliot Bay Towers. Uh... It's pouring in the morning. Fraser wakes up and he's like another glorious day. Uh, in a robe. <laughs> in a robe. Oh, if anyone's on robe watch, <clears throat> uh, have we seen this robe before? And he wakes up, comes out. His dad's reading the newspaper. Daphne comes in fr- through the front door in like her rain jacket. And she is Eddie in like full, like Morton's salt, uh, yellow slicker. And hat. <laughs> and <laughs> Martin's like, please take that hat off of him. And she, she's like, the way things are going, I don't think I'm going to have children. So please let me dress up the dog. <laughs> I thought her delivery I laughed, that was really I laughed funny. out loud at that, yeah. <laughs> and then she takes the little hat off his head. Oh, my God. Uh, it's so dumb. It's so it's, cute. It's dumb and cute. How do you feel about people dressing up animals? Love. You love, you have a little dog. Do you put sweaters on him? Well, he doesn't, he'll, he will be very angry if I put clothes on him. But okay. uh, we always used to like buy him a Halloween costume because <laughs> he looked so angry. Oh, but for my sister's wedding, he's a little chihuahua and, um, and they did a taco theme night for the Friday night before. So we got him a sombrero. And he was very upset. But then for the actual wedding, we got him a bow tie. And he was also upset. He wore (laughs) it for a little bit. And then we took a couple pictures. And then, but he wasn't invited to the wedding. But he was at the house beforehand while we were getting ready. He was upset about. But can you imagine how annoying? Like, what a creep to have your sister be like to the bride getting ready and be like, Rachel, Rachel, just take a picture and being like getting the photographer and be like, get a picture of Rachel. Oh, this and wasn't my Rachel's dog. request. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I surprised her with Toby's <laughs> outfit. But Toby's so funny. Toby's I, so funny. I don't, we got to put more pictures up of Toby because Toby. Yeah. I have a lot of good pictures cute. of him in his, in Halloween costumes. One time we got um, a pea costume, like a snap pea. Like a so little So he was like a pee. little long Pod. green thing with three pods on the back of it. It was very funny. Oh, ha 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 up the wazoo. <laughs> we but he is a, he often looks very worried or concerned. And angry. <laughs> and angry. Uh so that's maybe very I'll put cute. up a picture on the Patreon of We should put up a picture on Toby the Patreon. Toby and to- I, Toby's yeah. such a cute little pup. Uh he's a good we love kid. him. He's a good kid. Uh okay getting back to it. Mm-hmm. So whatever, Daphne uh, implies that she's got a, a great costume for Eddie for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so then Martin uh, is like, hey, Frazier, they are talking about you in the newspaper. Uh, this guy wrote that he 
he's trying to lose weight. So he's been listening to your show because it makes him too sick to eat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Frazier's like, ha, ha, ha. And then uh, they're like, oh, the guy, the column goes on to say like, and now he's trashing our city. And Frazier's like, I didn't do that. And Daphne's like, yes, you did. I heard you. You told that woman to leave because it was too dreary here. And uh, Martin's like, Frazier, there's a lot of pride in this city. Just apologize. And Frazier's like, I will absolutely not apologize. I didn't do that. That's not how I meant it. I'm not going to apologize. And we cut to LA Bay Towers. And they're fielding a lot of angry calls. Uh, We, like, Roz has a very angry call um, to start that scene uh, about somebody who's going to, like, boycott their uh, sponsor, which, by the way, is, like, an animal funeral. (laughs) Funeral home, Pet Paradise. Yeah, Pet Paradise, very good memory. And she... she, says, so good luck trying to flush your German shepherd down the toilet. And I was like, ah. that was like a too visually upsetting Roz for me to feel comfortable oh, with. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that's going to stick with me for the rest gonna of the day. That's going to stick with you. I'm really sorry that happened to you. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, the whatever, Bulldog comes in. Bulldog is awful in this episode. He's there so briefly and is truly Uh, such trash. So Um, offensive. When are they going to give Bulldog a redeeming quality? I don't know. Besides his acting confidence. Besides his acting confidence, which is off the charts. Which is no thanks to the writers. (laughs) No. Uh, No, he's truly coming in knowing that he is hateable. Uh, but anyway, so everybody, the station's getting calls and Bulldog's like, wow, way to go, Crane. Uh, so Frazier is trying to do his radio show. Um, and all of the callers are just angry at him. They're calling in next caller. Sandra D is who that was. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Look at me. I'm Sandra Exactly. Wow. Sandra D, the subject of- with virginity. Oh, I mean, she's covered in it. Uh, Sandra D, uh, yes, the subject of the amazing song from Greece. Uh, Talia's bonus content should do a full rendition of it. I will. <laughs> um, she calls in, she's yelling at him. She calls him a fathead. Uh, she says she loves this city and is also an incredibly cheerful person. Uh and Fraser's like, okay, you know what? We're to the end of the show, and it is becoming clear to me that I have offended a lot of people. And so I would like to apologize. And this is after yeah, Roz he has also yeah. been like, please say sorry. And he was like, absolutely not. So whatever. He's decided to apologize. He does what I think is a pretty good apology. Enough. I think it it's, was enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little sarcastic. It would have squashed it. I think so. And he's like, obviously, I love this city. Um, I choose, I wouldn't choose anywhere else to call my home. And then he hits the button, takes off his headset and starts just trashing the people of Seattle who are upset about this. And Roz quickly notices that the light is still on. He's still on the air. So he has done this uh, on air two times now. That's right. Uh, So... 
we cut back to Elliott Bay Towers, where- Our favorite place to cut back to. My favorite place to cut back to, where they are now receiving angry calls at home. Yes. Uh, It has bled into his home life. It has bled into his home life. Niles is there trying to set up a new TV. Uh, He's not very good at it. Martin has a new TV, uh, is letting uh, Niles try and do it. Um, Frazier doesn't want them to answer the phone. Daphne's like, but come on, it could be your son. It could be my grandma. uh, so finally she answers a call. Somebody yells at her. She yells back. Uh, Niles tries to get on and defend her. It did make me laugh when he was like, that's no way to talk to a lady. And then he goes, well, all the same, ma'am. Uh, but it's, you know, whatever. Uh, that made me laugh. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, what happens next? So then uh, Roz comes over. Roz comes over and is like, Frazier, we're getting so many calls down at the station. They're getting so much heat that uh, they might have to suspend you if you don't find a way yes. to make Yes, and like, like the sponsors, you. they want to like, they're like freaking out about the sponsor, about yes. everything. They're, it's just like, it's turning into a huge deal. A huge deal. So fine. And this is without social media. So yeah. uh, Roz is like, you need to do this benefit. It's the like way back in, get some good mm-hmm. press, go there, be kind and funny and show people you're likable. And uh, everybody's kind of like, yeah, Frazier, do this. So he's like, fine, I'll do the benefit. Uh, and they also like buy an expensive table and he's making a donation. Um, <clears throat> so anyway. Also, when Roz mm-hmm. comes in, her and Martin are like, he, she's like, hey, Martin. And he's like, hey, Roz. <laughs> he's so like, excited to see so Roz. So clearly happy to see each other. And we're starting to like really solidify that Roz and Niles hate each other. Yes. Which is because, fun. Yes. Because when Roz comes in, uh, she's like, wow, is that a new TV? Did you get it set up yet? And Martin's like, oh, I thought I'd let Niles take a crack at it first. And she's, they laugh and she then she goes, Martin, you're Niles. awful. Yeah. Uh, and, and Niles it's is offended. Fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah, don't you love seeing them all together? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's also like, as somebody who's just melting in this heat of the summer of Los Angeles, like, for it to be raining that hard and cold and they're like bundled and they're all together in this like beautiful apartment that probably so looks beautiful. out and you can see like probably the water, the rain in the water and the this and that, you know, like all of that. It just is like, you guys don't know how good you have. No. Frazier, you, you don't know. ungrateful. POSs. <laughs> um, no, but I definitely was just, it, it's just, it is fun to see them all together at the house. And when it's like raining and cold, you're like, oh, God, it's so cozy. Yeah. I think you're bringing up another thing for me that I love that maybe I've said this before, but I love this apartment set so much. I love yeah. being there. I could spend whole episodes there. We do. We spend like a good, I mean, like, I feel like that's why they cut back to the apartment so much. It's like so livable. There's so much like good nooks and crannies, you know, like it's really, it's good. Speaking of which, right before this, I saw, we got a comment maybe on our last episode where one of our listeners spotted in Fraser's apartment, a coffee table book that he also owns. Uh, and oh, uh, Mazel Tov. That's yes, and they, so fun. I know. And they were saying, I think that they bought it. They got it used. Uh, uh, in Seattle? Is it from there? I don't think, I don't know if, I don't think it was from Seattle, but I gotta know 
how does this make you feel? Just knowing yeah. that like they've curated that apartment so much to look like the best things and like Just very high, huge like huge compliment. Do you feel sophisticated? Also, what's, what's the coffee table book? And I Ugh. might get it for Victoria for her birthday. What a great gift idea. That is so oh nice. Oh my God. Can- Wait, really quick side note. I went to Carmel yes. this weekend and uh, we were in like, we only went into like one store. Like we were being very mellow, but we did happen to like go into one kind of like touristy whatever store. And um, there was a book that I almost bought for Victoria that was called Cabin Porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I why I'm ruining it right now. I'm, I should get it. I could have no. just ordered it online. I'm so mad. No, don't be mad. But wouldn't you have laughed so hard? Absolutely. Yes, but the number of cabin accounts I follow on Instagram, oh my like, God, I that is it. I my, knew it. And I, just I know feel, my girl. <laughs> and I just feel really nice that you were thinking about me in that way. Oh my God, of course. I was like, I told everybody who I was with, I was like, I really should get this for Victoria. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, this is a line so long. I'll order it. Oh, yes. But no, then I'm, I'm ruining it right now. Well, no. forget it out of your head. Okay, forget it out of your head. Oh, I've forgotten it. But that's really nice. But I've forgotten it. Mm-hmm. The book that our listener mentioned oh, is yeah. the Nelson A. Rockefeller Collection Masterpieces of Primitive Art. I mean... Oh my God, how fancy That's are you? A fancy book. Are you an art major? Hello. What's the, what's how the deal? How did you even know to buy that? Or were you just like, I like the visuals did of you this. Like I the don't cover. need to yeah. know what it is. Exactly. I need more info. I'm very interested. Very interested. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Okay. Then so we, we cut cu- to. We cut to this benefit. Yes. Uh, and, and this is a Catholic hospital. Uh, St. Juventus. Agassiz. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and... Uh, Frazier had like said that he was going to call Father Mike to get some inoffensive jokes so that he doesn't offend anybody because he's already in such hot water and on such yes. thin ice. Um, and he is like seated uh, on the dais, uh, like next to a nun who is like, well, I really hope your material is better than Miss Gifford's last year because it was a little risque. Uh, and Frazier, she like gives an example of a story, uh, that Kathy Lee Gifford told. Um, and she's like, I hope it's nothing like this. And then Frazier crosses something off of his notes. Uh, anyway, at the table, at the benefit, it's Niles so creepily watching Daphne eat. And then it's Daphne and then it's Roz and then Martin, and then the back of somebody's head, whom we never see, and an empty chair. And this empty chair is significant. This is a huge piece. Yeah, this is a huge piece. It was Maris's chair, and Maris was there, but never on screen. And this that is was the like first the, time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. felt like the writers, like, in a really fun way, like, playing with us and us getting it and us all being like, ah, we're doing it. Like, <laughs> it's like, how close to the fire can we get with this? That felt really fun. Oh, and their whole bit about it. And they did a whole thing. They were watching her and they were like, um, narrate or uh, not narrating, like Comment, sport. Like, sport yeah, like commentating. Announcing, yeah, yeah, like what was happening with Maris. And that was fun. It she was never fun. came back, but that she was never came. I thought it was a good... Um, I thought it was a good like shining moment for David Hyde Pierce and how he can do stuff like that because it's he's doing it like a horse race, yes. talking about Maris trying to track down this bo- this woman who's on a board Maris wants to be on, and he does such a good oh. horse race commentator 
uh, parody. It's so and cute. then they all clap. Maybe Brian will play a little bit of it for us. Brian, Brian, please, can you play the clip? Can you play the clip? Um, yeah, and then at the end, British they all. Ghosts. <laughs> yeah, they all do a golf clap. Uh, it was so cute. It was it cute. Was very funny. So Frazier comes over and he's all worried and nervous about the speech. And they're like, no, don't be nervous. You're going to do great. And Frazier's like, actually, I'm feeling sick. I'm going to go to the restroom. Uh, and uh, at some point, Father Mike comes over and he um, he talks to, he's like talking to Frazier before Frazier exits, saying that they're just waiting on the bishop to get there who will introduce Frazier for the speech. Um, and then Frazier heads out. Uh, and... Uh, while Frazier's in the restroom, Father Mike goes up to the microphone and is like, I have a very sad announcement for everyone. And it's this really convoluted story about how the bishop was fishing on a boat and the boat capsized in bad weather and he's missing. He's gone. He's gone. They don't know that he's dead, but he's missing. So then everybody's like so somber. Yeah. And, okay. And mm. Father Mike is like, so I'll introduce Frazier. Here's our uh, speaker, Frazier Crane. And Frazier rushes in. And they've been telling him, oh, I forgot to set something up. They've been telling him the whole time. They're like, just be confident, be light. And Martin's like, yeah, just be like Johnny Carson. Yeah, like double Don't, down on your on your jokes. Yes. If something doesn't go over well, just be like, whoa, tough crowd. Or then he does that I don't even know if this is real or not. Maybe you do. I think it might be real. It should be real. Exactly. Yeah. I would think it's real. But he It'd be was embarrassing like, if it wasn't. He was like, you know how Johnny Carson used to go, ooh, bamo, if a joke didn't land well? Uh, so <laughs> Frazier comes in and he's like clearly jazzed himself up. And he goes into this speech and he's like, uh, just like joke after joke and everybody is really uncomfortable. Oh, because the first thing he says is, I'm uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I was late to the stage. I thought it was going to be the bishop introducing me, but I'm sure he'll drift in here anytime soon. Oh my God. Uh, but I did laugh because what do I like more than a miscommunication? <laughs> <laughs> and the so, oh, and then he like starts to go into a long joke. He's like talking yeah. about water. That reminds me of this joke about a rabbi, a priest, and yeah, I don't know, someone else. A minister. And, uh, a minister. And the nun next to him is like, Dr. Crane, the bishop. And he's like, oh, the version of the joke I knew is a priest. But I love this. I love this kind of um, commitment to, you know, the joke because it's like, it's like, um, when the person is committed so hard to do the thing that they like had to get themselves all mm -hmm. fucking pumped up to do that whenever anybody tries to help them, it's like, yes, like you, you're only taking things <laughs> as yes instead of like, what? So like the the nun tries to tell him about the bishop and then Roz gets up and screams, the bishop. And he's like, who's telling this joke? You or me? Sit down. You know, like, and I... It's almost like um, blind panic confidence where nobody could stop you, even if they were like, the bishop is dead. And he'd be like, you don't know the joke. I know, you know, like there it's it's um, I don't know exactly what it's called, but they do it a lot in sitcoms and, and it works. It's a, 
It's a comedy trope, and I agree with you. It's very funny. Uh, and it's like, a, you're right. It's a great game move of like, nothing can stop me. I've been told <laughs> that nothing should stop me <laughs> and that I should just barrel forward. Yeah, because Roz even yells, the bishop is lost at sea. <laughs> and he doesn't get it, because why would he? Uh, why would he? But he also doesn't have the the wherewithal to be like, what's happening here? Nobody's laughing and she keeps saying the bishop and everybody's saying the bishop and nobody. Uh, but there, but after his joke well, finishes. He, well, just, yes. Well, because he builds. <laughs> well, I say what you were going to say. After his joke finishes. The reaction shots of the people are this. And you have to, I guess, watch the video to see, but they're like this. They all, they get like, they two have their shots. mouths wide open and, 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 and you can tell that they're trying to be frozen in it. Like they're not like, <gasps> yeah, it's no. like, <gasps> their jaws have dropped and they're stuck that way. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back to Frazier and he goes, Ugh, <laughs> and I really thought that that worked. I um, thought that worked really well. I also thought that every time we cut back to the family table, um, Roz going like, or, or um, Niles just being like, no, yes. um, was also fun and funny. And that made me giggles too. Me too. The dramatic irony and it was really strong. Yeah, it was fun. And so what I liked about this, Sorry, I didn't let you finish the end of the episode. That's pretty much it. That is it. I mean, it just ends with a tag of him having to write an even bigger check to the nun. Mm-hmm. I do think, um, I think it was kind of fun to just have the episode end of like, he lost, he fucked up. That was all there was. There is not much more to it than like Frasier and his big fat mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just felt like a, it felt a little different than Frasier because normally I feel with Frasier, we end with like a pretty nice resolution of like, hey, dad, we're all going to figure out how to live together in a copacetic yeah. way. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Remember that weird Christmas episode where it just mm-hmm. ended? Mm-hmm. It's like the better version of that. <laughs> yeah, I could see that where there's there is no great because uh, he yeah that Christmas episode it could have had an ending and then they could have attacked had a something beautiful else. ending. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. The ending is like yes, he just lost, which I kind of like because I think he's going to lose a lot. Yeah, right. He doesn't always get to learn from the mistakes or like figure no. it out. No. Uh, um, yeah, overall, I thought it was a fun episode. I was like, I think really the MC scene took it away for me or like brought it. Yeah. Really up for me. Um, sometimes I'm like, are all the people in Seattle so mean? Cause I feel like people go after Frazier so much, like in the paper and stuff or like other yeah. people, like, but I guess, is that just like the world of media or like radio or like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know how real that is. I mean, it does. I mean, it is kind of real now that like, yeah, well, uh, no. yeah. we can, you know, we can like all see stuff and then call it out and then comment on it forever. But uh, mm. I don't, I don't know how real that is. Uh, I can't tell if it's just like a device. Um so that Frazier's always put in his place or always mm-hmm. like up against the wall. But uh, 
But it's true. People seem to hate him. (laughs) Although they're also always telling us that people love his show. I know. Um, And people go like crazy over his show. Yeah. I don't really Uh, know what the deal is with that. Okay. I don't know what I would rate this. I don't think, see, I guess I kind of get stuck in this rating system where I'm like, it's not worse than any of the episodes I've seen yet. It you was know? not. Yeah, I would like say it, it I not, wouldn't say it was bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it was not my fa- it was not my favorite episode. I no, thought it was just the, cute. Yeah, well, I thought that the benefit part was funny. Yeah. Sometimes after we talk about the episode, I like it better than I liked it when we watched it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think it's worse than when I watched it. Yeah, I actually, I'm having a, that, re- the for your first reaction Me too. to it, which is I'm like, I think this episode was pretty, pretty solid. But when I watched it, I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just think it really, the MC part of the episode like buoyed the whole thing up a huge Ooh, notch. she even used a C term. Mm. Um, so I the would give it a six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was even going to be more gracious with like a 6.3 or something. Well, there we go. We don't even have to do halves. I love that. 6.3. But I'm going six. You're going 6.3. Okay, okay. Oh, you liked fair. it better than I did. That's great. <laughs> um, okay. Yes, go ahead. First time, long time? We got to. I feel like we have to say fuck to the episode and just talk about Victoria's um, vacation in Seattle. Well, and I think that that ties in so well with the episode. It was oh, funny yeah, that this I episode. So. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> would you be, would you, you know, hate to live in Seattle? Uh, I do. I mean, so uh, I just spent, a, I guess, a week all yeah. told in Seattle. Um, That's a good a chunk little, of time to get a really a, a vibe. I feel like I've only been there for like three days at a time. Yeah. I do feel like I traveled around a lot because we went to an island in the middle of it, um, Orcas Island, uh, which but doesn't that feel very Seattle-y? Like to me, yes. that feels very Washington of like, oh. and then we spent some time on an island off the coast of the... Yes, you know. totally. And like everywhere you go, people are like, Oh, the tourists are here. Uh, uh, we like when we were in Orcas Island, this is not about Seattle, so maybe I shouldn't say it, but there was no, a barista who, while we were in line, said to the other barista, like, well, August is here with all of its people. Oh, my God. Mad. I guess Seattle people are mean. I, that did feel maybe slightly, um, maybe slightly indicative of Washington. I don't know. I I feel like my boyfriend would say who is from there. So I I don't know, and I only know that Washington people have been very kind to me. I, yeah, I, they uh, were all very nice to me. Yes, but uh, but that was a very funny sort of vibe um, in really Seattle. Uh, I really liked it. It um, it surprised me. It was like m- more uh, built up than I expected it to be. Oh, okay. High rise buildings and like felt very city. Yeah. And also just like so many condos, so many oh, just okay. like housing everywhere, which is everywhere. nice. Um, yeah. But it must just be like a packed city. How um, many days of your trip did it rain? It only rained one day. But that that feels good to me. I mean, it's the summer. Yeah. I feel like it's like their perfect months, right? Like aren't August. 
Well, they were having a bit of a heat wave, which was, I know, like, uh, sad. Or I know that's been kind of sad mm, that they've had a yeah. heat wave up there. And then also, like, there's definitely fires happening in East Washington. Ooh. So we were maybe getting some haze. Yeah, really sad. Yeah. Um, but the first day that I was there was really warm, but it was really sunshiny and nice. And we went oh. down to Gasworks. So whoever knows Seattle, I will hopefully what, know what tell that us, is. Tell it's us. A, it's, it was a park with like an old, uh, it might not even be old. It might still be working, but uh, like with an old, I don't know, oil rig. I don't know exactly uh-huh. what it was, uh-huh. but you could like really watch the water. And this is maybe my oh, favorite thing about Seattle. So pretty was just how much of it was on water, Mm, Uh, whether mm -hmm. it be the ocean, a lake, uh, just lots of water everywhere. And like you could just roll up to a beautifully green park with like so many different types of beautiful trees and just be on the water while you sit and eat your lunch. That feels so special. You don't see Fraser do much of that. You don't see Fraser doing much of that, no. Uh, But that was very much the case there. And I really liked that. And then also Mm -hmm. there was so much coffee. Thank you all for listening and supporting Friends Talk Frasier and Feelings. If you'd like to call in and leave us a question or a message for us to play on the air, that number is 323-577-9044. You guys. You guys. We're doing it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. We love you. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.